Welcome to the Wisdom for Warriors podcast. We're back for part two with my smoke show warrior wife. Welcome everyone back to uh, the Wisdom for Warriors podcast. I'm here with my biscuit queen, Doc uh, Britt. <laughs> Hi, babe. I'm babe. So, how you doing? Good. Just getting ready for bed. Yeah. Um, we've been traveling for the last seven months, it feels like. I know. <laughs> uh, had a wedding up in Michigan. What was that? The end of September? Mm-hmm. And the next weekend, that was up in Michigan. Yeah, then the next weekend, I was down in Detroit for Man Alive. Or, wow, down in Texas for Man Alive. Uh-huh. I and, visited family. Yeah, you went to visit family. And then the next weekend, we were at Rustic Romance. Rustic Romance. And this yeah. past weekend, we had another wedding. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, uh, Chris and Tani. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really good. So, yeah, we, we uh, because we were traveling and trying to get the house back in order and pack and unpack and repack and everything, we didn't have a time to uh, record this episode after Rustic Romance. So, uh, we're going to get it in now. It was amazing. It really was amazing. Um, it was, and before we get too into it, we do have to disclaim this conversation a little bit. So crazy good, um, retreat and a lot of why it was so good is because there was so much of a surprise element to it. And that was part of their branding, which was, you're going to come. We're not going to give you an agenda. You're not going to know the agenda the entire weekend. So you can go into this with an open mind. You don't need to control anything like your time where you need to be all that stuff. And it was completely planned out for us, but not made aware to us. So every step of the way, there was something new and exciting and it was just, it was great. But part of the element of surprise and their brand is that they tell us not to tell everybody about the things that they do. So activities and all that stuff. So we're going to probably talk a little bit about the gist of it and some of the things that we particularly liked and maybe some takeaways, but we would like to preserve the element of surprise and the integrity of the event itself. So just to let y'all know. Yeah. Um, plus with stuff like this, I've, I've gathered like, especially like man alive and stuff. If you, you get out of it what you get out of it. everybody's experience is going to be different and we we definitely saw that with this event too um you know it, different seasons that the couples are in and everything you're, you're going to get out of it something different so trying to explain it you know the next couple's not if you they go they're not gonna have the same experience yeah um <clears throat> yeah so this was down in Brobridge, louisiana we did confirm it was Brobridge. <laughs> <laughs> so um I didn't know much of anything going into it other than the video I watched and you could totally have turned the lead up to this event into a scary movie plot. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I watched a video and it looked like so happy and great. And then <laughs> like, it's in the middle of 
I mean, nowhere for, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Louisiana. Um, the only other time I'd ever been to Louisiana was Fort Polk for training. Uh, and it just kept bringing us down these roads and it just kept getting more and more, you know, yeah. rural. And uh, like the trees from Sleepy Hollow, yeah. like the, um, I, I forget know what they're called. Trees they're those droopy. are huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we pull up and there's these cute kids <laughs> at the edge <laughs> of this property. Like, oh, go this way and we're going to take care of your stuff. And it's like, all right, yep. This is also something that could be out of a scary yeah. movie. Like, yeah. uh, and then uh, we went down the drive and they um, we were greeted by one of the, the hosts. He and, was the guy yeah. that ran the show and started everything. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen somebody smile that much. Well, no, before that, when uh, when they came to our vehicle. Oh, the one that took our car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, they come to the vehicle. They're like, hey, leave your keys. We're going to put a tag on it. Uh, we're going to take all your luggage to your tent. So just tell us what you need, what you want. Yeah, they uh, literally the valet your car yeah. and put all your sit. It was like getting really nice hotel service, but in a camping situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, from there, we went up to uh, Kevin, who's the the guy who started off. Um, and just straight ear to ear smile the whole time we were talking to him. I was like, yep, this is also something that could be uh, out yeah. of a scary movie. Uh. <laughs> but no, he, he was a great, uh, great host. Um, you know, they signed us in and We were able to go walk around for a little while before mm -hmm. the first session. Yeah. And the tents are, the tents are pretty cool. I, so I grew up camping here and there when I was younger. I don't know that I would particularly prefer it now, but they call it glamping. <laughs> you and this, this tent, what was it called? A yurt era? I don't know if it was actually a yurt or if it was just yurt. a tent. Cause it, I think yurts are something. So it was a tent, but it was like a square with a triangle on top of it. It, yeah. that's what the shape yeah, was. It was, it was a tent. yeah like you know how like a four-year-old draws a house it's like that shape yeah. yeah and then in the tent they have a uh a bed um it was a queen air mattress yeah like a queen it was an air mattress on top of like a bed frame yeah which was kind of nice our air mattress deflated on the first night but spoiler alert yeah <laughs> but we had that. Yeah, we got to um, walk around. There were 12 tents. So I think like we mentioned in the last episode, it was really intimate. We got to know nearly all the couples which we can talk about. But it was all around a man-made lake that they ended up making themselves on the property. Mm. And Was it man-made? Yeah, they told oh, me that. I don't know if I knew that. Yep. They dug it out. Um, and by lake, she means a pond. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a body of water <laughs> yeah but the water um i guess i didn't realize louisiana was kind of going through a drought as well so the the pond was actually i think they said like three feet shallower than yeah. it usually it was is pulling all the water out of the ground the ground was cracking yeah but it was kind of crazy it was i've all never seen that to that extent because like as the weekend yeah. went on the ground was just like cracking yep. further and further away super rustic yeah um yeah, so the tents are pretty cool. They had like it was on a deck platform, so we actually had like a little deck outside of our front door. Yeah, uh, with two little you know deck chairs. 
Yeah, yeah they had chairs out there. And it, it really was an experience. I mean, they had chocolates on our pillows. Yeah. They had extra um, really nice blankets. They had a whole picnic basket that another church from Texas put together with just little odds and ends, snacks and flashlight. treats, a flashlight, yeah. a citronella bracelet. <laughs> they had a mosquito net over the bed. Yeah which made it look all regal and protected us from bugs. Yeah. So then we, um, from there went over to, so it, I guess it's a house or was a house maybe. Yeah. Um, kind of at the center of the property and there was a few other couples there and, um, <laughs> it was funny. So, uh, when you first got there, they gave you these lanyards with your name and they asked you to wear them all week. And because of my law enforcement background, um, I immediately was trying to figure out why the lanyards were different colors. I was like, is this the order of which they eat us or not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, it ended up being our for our groups, uh, for our table, I should say. Uh, so we had black lanyards and there was two other couples with those uh, black lanyards. Um, and I guess the first day we just, we had dinner. Um. Yeah. What was for dinner? Shrimp and grits. Oh, yeah. Shrimp and grits. Yeah. It was my first time, I think, ever eating grits. So that the was pretty good. The food was so good. We got introduced to so much Cajun. Yeah. Food. So the they generally have a, um, a chef on staff, but I guess. That volunteers his time. Yeah. Volunteers his time, but I guess he was having. He had uh, a lot of food. He had to watch the kids or something. His yeah. wife is a nurse, whatever the case was, but they ended up catering it out, and we wouldn't have known. I, I wouldn't yeah. have known that it wasn't prepared by a, like a chef on on uh, scene. Um, yeah, so that first that first meal was shrimp and grits, and then uh, Kevin ended up being kind of our table leader, <clears throat> and he was going around asking us, you know, how'd you meet? Uh, engagement, I think, was the two questions we got through the first night. Mm -hmm. um, so, did we talk about our wedding? party the last episode i don't think we did no okay so i guess we could talk about that a little bit because it uh it's kind of significant to the story so um we got married in our living room and then april of this year we had a a big shindig with uh to have all our family come in from out of town and whatnot and um we did it at the Abbey House Inn in Heber Springs, Arkansas here. Um, and they have 10 bedrooms that you can rent out. So we rented out the whole place and uh, let our uh, family stay on the on the property with us. And uh, <clears throat> we stayed in what was called the Blue Room, which is on one of the far ends of the house. And we could get to the backyard where the whole ceremony and everything was going on. Um, had a private bathroom, all those things. So. I say that because while we're eating dinner, um, I think you were describing where we were at and Lisa, uh, who was the couple next to me, she's like, wait, was it a white house? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's, it's called the, the, the Abbey house. And she's like, no way. She's like, we stayed there. And I guess they were going up to Northern Arkansas for something a few months back and uh, stayed there. What, which made it even crazier, though, was 
she's like, yeah, we stayed in the blue room. And Brittany's like, no, my gosh. We were in the blue uh, room. (laughs) So of all the people in the southeast of the United States that could go to this thing, they went to that thing. And of all the places that this couple could have picked to stay when they were just randomly traveling through Arkansas, they stayed there. And of all the 10 rooms that were in this place Mm -hmm. that they could have chosen, they stayed in the same exact room that we stayed in for our wedding. It was just, it was crazy. And then we immediately bonded with them too. They were, they're such a fun couple, CJ and Lisa. And then we had Val and Steve. Yeah. Shout out to you guys. Yeah. Can't wait to see y'all again. Um, Yeah. uh, That was just such a, such a God moment. I think like just, I think that just completely broke the ice at that point in the conversation and just hearing everybody's little stories. I think, um, I think CJ and Lisa, Sorry if I get this number wrong, but I think they've been married around 16 years. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Val and Steve were similar or, or a little bit longer. I can't remember, but... Either way, yeah. again, per usual, we were the um, the youngest, the newliest married, is, uh, how I should describe yeah. it, the newest married couple there, I think after us, was three years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know... Everybody, when they, again, when they find that out, they're like, wow, you know, it's really awesome that you're doing that. Um, so after dinner, we went inside and, uh, oh yeah, when we first got there, uh, uh, Kevin had given us some uh, cards. We had to answer some questions. It was for playing the newlywed game oh, after yeah. dinner. So um, for whatever reason, our name was up first. I don't know if... <laughs> <laughs> if it was because we you registered us first Probably, or something. I was so we were the first ones to answer the questions. I don't even remember what the questions were. Yeah, we but, didn't win, no, but we, we were win. we also didn't lose. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, yeah, we didn't win, we didn't lose, but she also forgot some of her answers that I would have she's like, Oh yeah, that was actually right. <laughs> yeah. I mean if you would have given me a little bit more time, I probably yeah. would have put it. No, but that was fun. That's that's that a, was a good icebreaker. They make you get up in front of everybody, which I don't really have a problem with. You don't really have a problem with, mm-hmm. but um, so that was good. And then I think we did some worship. We did some worship, yeah. and that was good because they had the same three people the whole weekend. Yeah, and the main guy was really entertaining. Um, so he was funny. But yeah. so that was I think that was pretty much the first night. Yeah, and then um, first night was a little bit warm. It was like in the 70s. It was in the 70s and our our mattress had had a hole and Steve was staying in the main house. Kevin. Kevin, sorry. Kevin was staying in the main house. And so he said, if anybody has a problem, don't hesitate. Knock on the door. Like, don't be be the person that's being too nice to not ask for an assist. To sleep miserably. yeah. Yeah. And so mattress deflated like halfway through the night. I think it was around midnight. I woke up and put air in it. Yeah. So not and very long after we Paul's, hit the bed. Paul's a couple pounds heavier than I am. So he was taking most of the burden because he was feeling the metal bars underneath him. But I was getting a little boost. So I was hardly <laughs> feeling anything. <laughs> so he, he re-inflated it. And I think it deflated again. At that point, I was About, so tired. Yeah, I think it was another like two, three hours later. And I was like, babe, do you want me to fill it back up? And you're like, no. I was so, so tired. I was, I was like, like, well, I guess that also means I don't need to go wake up Kevin to yeah. bring me out a new mattress and all the commotion that'll bring. So I, I, I let my bride sleep. Sometimes, you know, you just got to suck it up. 
Uh, so yeah, it was really, really warm. Then plus the mattress. So I didn't sleep great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, luckily I did, uh, have access to my CPAP because they ran a uh, thing out to mine, but our, to our tent, but yeah, I didn't sleep great that first night, but, um, then in the morning, uh, you know, they bring you coffee. Yeah. Like the service again, just y'all need to do this. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. The kids. So the the two couples that were leading the entire weekend i think nearly all of their kids were helping and volunteering the whole weekend with they they were the ones that brought out all of our food like a whole wait staff would yeah. at a restaurant they in unison like they didn't come out unless they're all you know seven people had plates in their hands and they could deliver like it was just yeah, that's cool the details that they thought through were incredible. They brought us a tray with coffee and creamer and sweeteners and a folded up fl- rose with a napkin. Oh yeah. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> origami or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we made the mistake, but we learned from uh, our neighbors there to put the chairs in, in the tent at night. Cause they're, you know, just soaping or soaking wet with dew. Yeah. But uh, you know, you wake up and you're literally like, I don't know. 15 feet from the water edge yeah so um yeah one of one of the cool things though at night was hearing the owls Mm -hmm. um you know it's just cool because those are pretty amazing uh, animals but yeah so we had our had our coffee and then i went have breakfast yep and the breakfast we got introduced to Boudin. Boudin, yeah. which we are in love with now. I, I don't, I still don't even know what's in it. <laughs> but it's kind of like not a McDonald's pork chicken sausage. nuggets. So I think we're all right. It's like a, it's like a real flavorful Louisiana style pork sausage or something. And there might be some other things that I don't even particularly want to know. I'm kind of curious now. Let's look it up. Real so they, it was an eggs Benedict with. You know, an English muffin, a slice of boudin on top, and then uh, an egg and some hollandaise sauce. And it was so good. And I just remember eating it and I was like, what is this? And then <laughs> Steve, who is like in love with boudin, I think he, he mentioned it. And, yeah. he, and then it started the whole, you know, Bubba Gump conversation where it was like, boudin can be anything. Yeah. It can be on anything. It can. So boudin, which... It's spelled B-O-U-D-I-N. Uh, it's a Cajun uh, it's cooked sausage made from pork, meat, and rice, plus various vegetables and seasonings. But so good. Yeah. So good. We ended up stopping at a store, Billy's, on the way back, and we got, I don't even know, six or seven boudin things. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, so good. It was so good. Yeah we, uh, yeah, we definitely fell in love with some of the food down there um yeah it was so good yeah so then we had breakfast uh then i guess we had a session after that yeah and we i mean again we don't want to go through all the details of the trip but i will say there was a perfect balance between lecture style material like curriculum Mm. and fun activities and when i say fun activities like normally you know you go to some of these events and it's like the corny icebreakers and you kind of roll your eyes when they introduce it and you're like, well, what am I getting myself yeah. into? But these ones were like, really I don't good. remember laughing that hard in some of them. Um, 
yeah, there were some blindfolds involved. There was a lot of trust involved. <laughs> there was a lot of potentially dangerous situations involved. Yeah, I will say, I don't think it'll give any any details away. With one of the events where, like, you weren't helpless, but, like, I couldn't help you. Yeah. And it, like, hurt my soul. I was like, I just wanted to help my babe. Um, yeah. But, yeah, all those all those things were super powerful. Uh, yeah. And meaning they, behind, they had more yeah. meaning behind them than you would think at first. If, and, uh, yeah, was good. yeah, and they were really good at bringing us back together after those events and talking about the meaning and discussing that. Yeah. Because we got to hear it from both sides, like a husband's side, a wife's side. We got to see how it applies to marriage and maybe how that translates to regular daily life too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had a couple events outdoor on that Saturday. Mm-hmm. Lunch was a picnic. Yeah, picnic, and we took back some good uh tools yeah to use later yeah so we we had a little picnic we found a little spot on the one bank of the water and um it was really good uh i got more full off crackers and <laughs> the lunch meat and stuff than i thought i would but <laughs> it was really good yeah, it was good they yeah they set up they set us up a charcuterie board with you know deli I'm glad meats. you said it because I, I didn't say it because i don't think i could say the word yeah <laughs> A board with meat and cheese yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was like hummus pickles oh, yeah. olives didn't love the pickles yeah that's probably the one of the only things i didn't love about that yeah. weekend was those pickles yeah <laughs> yeah i could do without them yeah but yeah we did that a couple more sessions more worship more worship dinner that was that was a meatloaf night oh yeah Ugh. yeah meatloaf is usually a hit or miss yeah. And again, nailed it. Yeah. Oh, and they had a, a cake. Oh my night. gosh. Yeah. They had I don't a, even know what it was. It was but... meatloaf, mashed potatoes, <laughs> cream beans. And then there was, it was a vanilla cake with a cream cheese icing. And there was all different kind of de- edible decorations on top. Some dried fruit. Anyways, really oh good. Oh my gosh. Another really good meal. And then, uh, so during the day, we were uh, Lisa and CJ. Thanks, guys. They found two dogs. <laughs> yeah. I followed them back to like the main camp. They were on a little walk, and uh, they followed them back to um, the main, you know, area, common area. And then they just wouldn't leave. They had tracker, like GPS trackers on them, and everything, but we couldn't like find a number or anything on there to call them. They're sweet little dogs, but uh, they just wouldn't leave. Which turned into that night around, I think it was like midnight, maybe. They found something in the woods and went after it. <clears throat> and it sounded like one of the dogs got hurt, but the then the barking just didn't stop. And I, I, it, it just barked all night long. It, it was funny, like the next morning, uh, you know, a lot of the wives were like, yeah, I wanted them to go get up and go look and go see if the dogs are okay and everything. And I actually did get up and go kind of look. But then I'm like, man, if I go find these dogs and they might just follow me to the tent and be like scratching on the tent the rest of the night. Like, 
you know, or I'm going to, you know, find a chupacabra or some crazy Louisiana beast that I don't want to find. <laughs> um, so I didn't end up going too far. Uh, I think they were just barking at their, their other house on the property because they wanted to go inside because it was kind of cooler that night. Um, meanwhile, my beautiful bride is sleeping through the whole thing. Yep. Yep. Um, luckily, our they did replace our air mattress, so that didn't deflate. But yeah, I got to listen <laughs> to dogs barking the whole night, so I uh, I ended up putting in my 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 AirPods or whatever because they had the noise cancellation and listening to uh, John Eldridge book, which is coincidentally enough is part of uh, how the idea came about for some of the uh, the whole experience mm-hmm. was off Eldridge. Um. So yeah, then uh, again, woke up, got coffee, breakfast. I was really hoping for French toast, but I got waffles instead, which... <laughs> which were still really good. <laughs> I, good I mean, waffles are usually my go-to, but I was just I was just having a yeah. French toast. I just wanted some freaking French toast. <laughs> um, no, but it was really good. Um, yeah, then we did an, another session and... Um, there at the end uh <clears throat> they gave us the opportunity i guess we can get to that point yeah, they yeah. gave us the opportunity to um get prayed over and uh the the um the camp organizers you know all of them they came and prayed over us and yeah so there was what would happen is whatever couple went up, the leaders of their their breakfast, lunch, dinner table, table yeah. would lay hands on them and pray. And then there was also Kevin's wife's mom, Wanda. Wanda. Love her. Like in Sweet her 80s, lady. probably five foot or four foot ten, maybe. Mostly blind. Mostly blind. This Sweetest. cute little old lady. So sweet. She was one of the first people that introduced herself. Us. Yeah. yeah, to us in the very beginning. But she was sitting in front of the two chairs of the people that were getting prayed over, and she would hold both of their hands. And <clears throat> and the two couples went before us, and then we ended up going. And I think we've been thinking about this whole dating married marriage type of group Mm -hmm. for a long time so that has been heavy on our hearts but it was almost like i was (laughs) i don't know if this is even right but i was like praying that there would be some kind of sign in this in them praying over us and so i was already going into it emotionally geared we were both (laughs) looking for some kind of confirmation slash kick in the butt Mm -hmm. to do it yeah (laughs) And we had not told anybody except for one guy that, and this was like a two minute conversation. Like right before we got right before. Yeah. One of the other men, the husbands who was sitting right in front of us when everybody got together, we told him it was like a two minute conversation. We were like, yeah, it's, it's always been on our mind. We really want to do it. We just really don't know what it looks like at this point. We're just sort of waiting. So we went in that got started. We went up there. We held Wanda's hand, (laughs) Kevin, uh, laid hands on us and his wife and I don't really remember what they talked about in the beginning but at a certain point I think Wanda or Kevin's wife said mentioned something about ministry 
And y'all, I just freaking lost it. (laughs) (laughs) Boo-hoo crying. And they, they were talking about us being, although we're young, they see us as being mature and you know, that there's, I guess there's something for us in ministry or could be like what they were, I think, getting at is that there was something for us in ministry. They said, one of them said that they were visualizing a present that was open, indicating that we were going to get some kind of surprise. Yeah. And the very first thing they said was how much they can recognize how much love there is between us. Oh yeah. And, um, Oh, I forgot about that. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty awesome. Um, that, yeah. So after that, um, they asked, you know, if anybody wanted to come up and say this weekend, blah, blah, blah happened for us here. This weekend at Camp Refuge. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's literally what everybody had to say before they started talking. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think I went up there and mm-hmm. said that, you know, I, I feel like this is confirmation that God wants us to do some kind of ministry or whatever. We don't know what it looks like or what it's going to be or what, but we feel like that's what God wants us to do. Um, so yeah, we're going to do that. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, it was really great. Um, so and I'm, I, I was just going to say, and I'm, I'm excited to start thinking about ideas. I think we're going to talk a little bit about that here in a second, but, um, because God gives you visions, puts things on your heart for a reason. And that reason may not be the, that it's supposed to happen right now, but maybe down the road, it's supposed to grow into something like that. And I say that because Kevin was telling us the story about how he ended up getting and developing Camp Refuge. Yeah. And y'all. So crazy. Maybe maybe we can get him on the podcast. Yeah. You can tell the whole story. I think he might like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he's, he's an architect. He still does it a couple days a week, but he said a few years back, he was drawing up like an architect would the prototype for, a house that he kept getting a vision for yeah uh for 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 this this type of thing because he wanted to do a camp he he was thinking there's going to be a body water on it there's it's going to look different but he sketched out the you know what the house looked like from the front and i think a couple years later or something they were looking at properties and his wife uh, sent him a picture of this, the one house that she found, which is now Camp Refuge. And it was the exact thing that he drew, y'all. And just saying it doesn't give it any justice. He has uh, like a top and bottom photo. The top photo is what he sketched out, and the bottom photo is the front of what's now Camp Refuge. Yeah, it was. It, it like. Almost a carbon copy. Ca- like. And Paul was like, you need to have that framed and put it as put a it centerpiece up, yeah. in Camp Refuge. And it just goes to show, I mean, that was a vision that God put on his mind. Maybe one to motivate him, maybe one to keep him down the path that he was currently on. Because if you're a Christian, you do believe that those things that 
are in your head, those visions and what's on your heart is planted there for a reason. And he was obedient to that. And now he has this incredibly productive and thriving uh, camp that's helped so many couples, but also helps other groups of people that use it and other camps and stuff. So thinking about it for us, I'm excited to start praying over it and seeing what God puts in our heads and our hearts, because like Kevin, if you just stay truthful and obedient to what God puts there, it's like the fruits of that are going to be incredible. Yep. So we'll we'll direct back to talking about the group and stuff here in a minute, but, um, yeah, we were the the newest wed couple uh, just over a year now. I think after us was like three years. I think the median was probably around 15 years, but then there was a couple that was 31 years. And, um, you know, when different couples are going up there at the end saying what they got out of it, you know, it's, it was just such an intimate moment to see what each couple got out of it that, you know, was willing to talk. Um, cause you know, for us, it's not, it's not hard for us to get in front of people. We're both instructors. Um, so that's pretty easy for us, but to be vulnerable in front of people like that and just let it out. Um, There was a couple there that said, basically, they're like, hey, this, they both said this was our last ditch effort. Yeah. They were, I guess, recently empty nesters. Yeah. Um, They said this was our last, last ditch effort. We, you know, we both prayed to God. They both said this individually, but, you know, basically said the same thing that they said, if this doesn't work, I'm out. And they said they were more in love than they'd been in a long time now, just after this weekend. Um, and that just goes to show, like, doing these types of things, you know, we've, you know, we're so grateful we did it. I mean, it, it generally was an awesome weekend. Yeah, it was. And uh, it's these types of things that <clears throat> is why it's, I think it's really on our heart to um get out there and help people through all stages of relationships with all ultimately the the goal to have a good god-centered uh marriage so um yeah the the end of that weekend was good and everything so just to move on to what our plans are going ahead so another confirmation uh the next day um we got home from the retreat and the the enemy was throwing everything at us yeah that's um, for sure it was a rough day uh but there towards the early evening uh pastor josh called um and he was like hey how was the retreat and i said it was you know i told him like absolutely amazing like yeah. it was great two negatives were <laughs> A hot tent the first night and the, the barking dogs the second night and the, now now I forget yeah, <laughs> pickle. pickle now. <laughs> Forgot about the pickle. Um but uh I told him, you know, it's great, you know, we're really thinking about launching something because we had talked to him a little bit about it. 
And he's like, well, that's kind of why I'm calling you. We had a, a younger couple come to church yesterday where we, where we um, break out is a, a great church, it's, but it is small as a small congregation. But um, he told me that there was a couple that came and how they were looking for um, like a, a, a marriage. I think he said marriage group. Um, but basically what we were considering that we've been considering to offer. So I was like, all right, well, it's another, all right, we got to get it. We got to figure it out and do it. <clears throat> so, um, and then another one when I had Joe on, which, um, his episode, y'all get ready for that one. Um, he was, he's in a relationship with his girlfriend and was saying, I was telling him about our idea a little bit. And he's like, yeah, I need that. Let me know when you start doing that. So I'm like, all right, we really got to figure this out and do yeah. it. So, yeah, we went down to Chris's wedding, Chris and Tony's wedding. Um, and uh, on the way back, I think we got a, we got further than we could. Yeah. <laughs> like considering, <laughs> you know, with our with ADD and all that. But no, um, I think we have a, a concept as far as the name um and with the name and the image we have an, an idea for it um it'll it all makes sense once we we get it out there uh and i think at this point we've we've determined that we'd like to make it in person as as well as virtual mm-hmm. um and i think it's something do some really good some real good here with everything going on you know we need that foundational god-centered relationship right now yeah yeah so we're excited about it still praying about it still planning but i think we're pretty confident that that's a mission that god has us on as a couple and uh, work makes us excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. So, in wrapping up, um, I would encourage people, couples, or people that are dating, seriously dating, to look into some of this preventative care. There are there are retreats all over the place, Christian retreats all over the place and sit down with your partner, wife, husband, and come up with goals. Our goal was to do at least one a year and we love it for bonding time. We love it for, you know, checkup time, stuff like that, but figure out what goal is manageable for you and your partner and really try to stick with it. I mean, you'd be, you'd be surprised, uh, address any of the barriers that prevent you from sticking with those goals, just like you would any kind of goal setting. So if finances are a barrier, can somebody from church support you? Can you find a cheaper conference? Can you rebudget some other area of your some budget? Of them, um, speaking of that, sorry to cut you off, babe, but I, I think, uh, they were talking about even with 
their rustic romance they have like scholarships yeah they're you know so there there so are there, ways there are, yeah there yeah. are ways to get to these things but i mean <clears throat> i think there are so many potential barriers barriers are things that prevent you from doing a behavior that you want to do if this retreat is something you want to do there's always going to be a barrier whether that's time whether that is a schedule kids money whatever it is figure out what those barriers are because this stuff is i was gonna say hella important but i guess now that i just said it hella important (laughs) this stuff is crazy important and you really want to make it a point to to do this stuff so address those barriers set goals address those barriers and really try to get to one of these retreats yeah it there's there's ways to do it. And even, even if, uh, you know, it's not necessarily a tr- retreat, you know, you got to start out somewhere, start with doing devotionals, start having conversations with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's communication, make or break any relationship. And, you know, just start having those conversations. Um, you know, another thing too, and this is, I'm just thinking because this is probably part of a curriculum that you can add to it, but part of something you can add to curric- curriculum. I remember when I was single, one of the things that I did is I made it a point to pick out a Christian based married couple that I wanted to observe, take notes on essentially, yeah. like do my own research and figure out what it looked like. And I did Ryan and larry o'malley (laughs) and i just hung out with them on a semi-regular basis so there's stuff for single people seriously dating people married people yeah i mean it even saying that like if you want to to see a change in your life and there's something you desire whether it's a relationship like it's a strong marriage you know, you don't hang out with the, the couple that's always fighting or, you know, stuff like that. You know, you hang out with the people that are truly in love and you can tell and they have a good relationship. And same thing with anything in life. You know, if you want a better situation in your life, continuing doing the same thing is probably not going to get you to that better situation. Mm-hmm. You know, you're generally a product of your uh, five closest friends. And that can be extended into couples too, right? If you're around a lot of toxic relationships your relationship you don't have a good model to follow after yeah so yeah that's good <clears throat> so all the things that will kind of address i think within the whatever we're trying to do here maybe you should write a book because i'll give you ideas you just write it <laughs> <laughs> um no but it's definitely on our hearts and minds that i think we're gonna just kind of like i did with this podcast just See what happens. Just do it. See mm-hmm. what happens, you know, because ultimately it doesn't matter what people think. It's, you know, to if it can bring one couple closer to God. That's all. You know, that's amazing. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Agreed. So Agreed. Well, anything else, baby? No, I think that's it. Okay. So I don't know if you knew this or not, but part of the new... Uh, our deal here is the guest prays out uh, the episode. 
the guest yeah okay so <laughs> by the way <laughs> well thanks for letting me know yeah, i'm just hearing about it. this <laughs> he's a great communicator y'all mm-hmm. just kidding uh dear lord thank you for bringing us together on this podcast uh, i know this is a relatively new platform but i pray that you'll do your work and um, spread this out to as many people as possible, whether that's in this current moment or down the road at some point. We really do believe this messaging being founded in your objective truth is incredible. And because of that, it can really affect the lives of people follow it. I pray that you will soften the hearts uh, of the people that are listening to this podcast, open their eyes and ears to this conversation, other conversations that are being had on this platform and uh, really reach people that way. I pray that those that don't know you on a personal level, you'll soften their hearts even more and uh, stir up the Holy Spirit in them to desire a relationship with something bigger than them, the creator of the universe, because Lord, I know more than anything, um, My relationship with you has advanced my life more than anything. I remember myself before you and how um, my sinful ways and wanting to do my own thing led to more death and destruction than anything. And now that I have a relationship with you, um, even though I I have these God-founded boundaries, it gives me more freedom than I ever had. And so I want that for anyone else who hears this message and your message. So... Uh, please soften those hearts, allow people to come to you and have a relationship with you. Uh, I, I pray over any of those single folks out there, uh, anybody that's seriously dating, anybody that's in a marriage, I pray that you'll heal and restore any hurts that are needed before you create a stronger bond. I pray that you'll uh, teach up women to be respectful to their husbands and men to be loving to their wives so uh, there can be uh, perfect harmony between couples and um, i'm really grateful to you for all the insight that you've given paul and given uh, myself and everybody else that's been on this podcast i pray that you'll strengthen paul and continue allowing him down this path so he can reach out to people and show everybody out there that's listening what a strong man in a weak world looks like your name i pray amen amen all right y'all god bless have a good one